And now, your host. Here today, as we talk about the top problems facing this country, we just had the ominous bill passed, which is only going to help us increase inflation, not help us with fighting inflation, which the Republicans said that if they get the House, they'll fight the crazy policies that the Democrats want to put in place, and that includes they will tackle the inflation crisis that is engulfing this country. And by helping the Democrats pass this ominous bill, $1.7 trillion in spending, they helped increase inflation. There's so much more I want to talk about Title 42 going away, but here's first the headlines. Reserve Title 42 stalls the $1.7 trillion spending package. Just the clock is ticking towards a government shutdown. One amendment preserved Title 42. Give us the up or down vote. The Russian tyranny has lost control. Zelensky making appeal to Congress. The dream is alive. As the U.S. pledges this new package of $1.85 billion on track to provide 60% of Ukraine's GDP. American job hunters setting a record high when it comes to the minimum salary they'll accept to take a job. The average U.S. worker won't take anything less than nearly $74,000. Because of a couple things. Number one, inflation. I think that it's not an investment because Russia is not going to go after any other countries after he has this war with, even if he wins this war with Ukraine, because he learned this lesson. It's not that simple to take over a country, invade it, and just take it. And we reacted by giving all this past money. And even before he went into Ukraine, he was circling the border over there, and he was testing us to see if we were going to react. And if we would have put sanctions in him immediately, he would have withdrawn and said he was just practicing. But here's the other thing. If he is going to go after another country if he wins this war, right, if he would do that, then I would think that his, the neighboring countries of Ukraine would be giving Ukraine all the money in the world so that they should win this war. And, it, and maybe they're not giving Ukraine all that money because we're, give, we're funding the war. So if we would stop giving Ukraine money, mm. then maybe all these neighboring countries would give that money to Ukraine. Um, if you believe that he would go after all those countries if he wins Ukraine. Here's where we agree. Uh, I believe that they could be giving more. Whatever they're giving, they got to be giving more. We're giving three-quarters of it all coming from us. I believe the pledges that they've already committed have to be fulfilled. And I believe the President of the United States will be bringing it up. Well, very disappointed in Germany. You have to call them out. Very disappointed in Germany. They plan promised three dozen tanks. They haven't delivered any. I'm very disappointed in France. They, provide, they were going to provide more information and more intelligence. They have not been able to do any of that. Whatever it is, whether it's just pure economic aid, which obviously these people need because they're in the cold. A lot of them don't have running water. A lot of them don't have food. So you can get basic aid there and don't have to be a superpower to help. So I like that. And I'm, you know, I had no problem when Trump was calling out our allies. You can be friends with somebody you expect more from people you're allied with. So I would like that. I, I have no problem with that. I have no problem with accountability, no problem with the inspector general. But I don't know why I need $600 million to make sure they're not wasting my millions of dollars. $600 million on oversight. What? What, what kind of salary is that? We can $595 million for somebody to look over your shoulder? All right, so there you go. You hear that the ominous bill passed, and it's insane. Republicans ran in this midterm election on fighting the inflation crisis that our country finds itself to be in, right? And it was so important because if you look at the gas prices, it's absolutely 
crazy for the past two years under this Biden administration because he stopped the production of gasoline. That caused inflation. Now, the insane spending, we never spent so much money. We're $30 trillion in debt thanks to this administration. And Republicans who said they're going to fight inflation, what do they do? No. They don't fight inflation. Now, they are compromising and going along with the Democrats because we're the unifying party. And we don't want a government shutdown to happen. If the Republicans wouldn't vote for this bill to pass, we would be in a government shutdown situation in this country because we wouldn't have a budget um, passed for the upcoming 2023 year. But Republicans should have not voted yes on that bill. You can't compromise on fighting inflation, right? So Democrats say we'll spend $1.7 trillion, we'll spend more, we'll spend, and Republicans say spend a little less. The little less is also causing inflation. If the Republicans are able to say this bill is not passing as long as it doesn't minimize the least that there needs to be in the bill. And by the way, this bill does not tackle inflation, does not talk about the border crisis in terms of what we're passing in that bill. No funding for the wall. It's not dealing at all with sending these immigrants back to Mexico or Guatemala, wherever they came from, as far as Venezuela. But in fact, the Biden administration now wants to Take this whole Title 42 away, where we send the illegal immigrants back to their country, or they stay in their country and they can't come into our country because they're stopped on the way. But now we got to let them all in here, which is causing us to spend even more money because we're giving them each cell phone, smartphones, right? We're giving them housing, food, laundry service, and so much more housing. Do you understand this? These people are paying thousands of dollars to cartel members to bring them across the border and into our country. Okay? The cartel members, MS-13, gangsters, they're from the worst of, of the gangs that are just killing people, trafficking kids and women, and the amount of people that are dying through this crazy process of how these people come here which is all thanks to the Biden administration because if the border were closed, they wouldn't come here. These people wouldn't be going through these difficult times when they come here. It's insane. And the cartel members are making more and more money. Not only are they making money from bringing these immigrants to our country, but they're using the open border as a way to smuggle in 97% of the cocaine, fentanyl, that we have floating around this country, the United States of America, and we have hundreds of people dying by accident every year now, and the numbers are only going up and up and up, because people don't know what they're smoking, and it has some cocaine in it, and they end up uh, inhaling, and they're out for good. So the question you need to ask yourself if you believe the border should be open, we should, and we should allow these people in here, I could understand whichever reason you want to give for why we should allow these people into our country, but you need to ask yourself this question. Okay, these people are going through terrible times in their country, poverty. Some people are dying. Now, 
not everybody is is it a situ in a situation where their lives are in danger because they live in Mexico? I'd say the majority aren't, but they got poverty. They don't have the same opportunity as they have in this country. They got a corrupt government, which are is the situation in most countries on this planet. And so you think we should allow them in here? But at what expense? What do we, the American people, have to sacrifice for these people? You want to say we should take our taxpayer dollars and provide for them housing, food, Xboxes, smartphones, entertainment, and in some cases five-star hotels or cruises or whatever it is, the penthouses that they're getting? All right. But do we have to sacrifice our children's lives and our safety for these immigrants? Because you know what? I'm on the same page. I feel bad for these people. I understand I, why they're coming across the border, and I have nothing against them. So there are a couple of things here. The, the first one is, I have something against the reason why the Democrats are allowing these people into this country, and it really matters because they're using this open border as a way to get votes for their Democratic candidates. We have hundreds of thousands of millions of illegal immigrants that are coming across this border thanks to the Democrats, and these people know that. They say, Joe Biden, let us in. The Democrats are the ones that let us in here. And then when they're going to become citizens, right, and the Democrats want to grant them amnesty so that way they can vote, they'll vote for the Democratic Party. So it's a corrupt, it, it is the highest level of corruption. Bringing people in here to take away the will of the American people. Now, I'm not saying that when they become legal citizens that they're not allowed to vote, right? But you need to understand that they're bringing them in here and they're, you know, even in some cases, grooming the kids that have come over this border into becoming Democrats because last year we found out that the kids over there were receiving books that were books about the story of Kamala Harris's life. Can you believe that Kamala Harris, who is the sitting vice president, and she's a Democrat? She's as popular as a chicken nugget. Excuse me, chicken nuggets are even more popular than her in this country. But with for people that come across the border and you write an inspiring story about her, when then these kids are like, "Wow, that's that's amazing." And I, you know, they get groomed into believing because what you grow up with and the kind of information you receive affects your outlook on life and the people that you're going to vote for once you're an adult and able to vote or once you're granted amnesty in this country and so that's my problem because they're using this as a tool to gain votes and that should not be allowed but then you have this other issue which is since the border wasn't finished being built okay we didn't finish building the border wall, and people are saying, Democrats, the wall doesn't work. Well, it certainly does work. I'm not going to say that it has worked under Trump. It certainly accomplished a lot because we built a big, big part of that wall. I mean, the, the policies Trump put in place with Remain in Mexico, I'm Title 42, but COVID, all these things dramatically decreased inflation. We had, I mean, the government of Mexico had their own security agents keeping their people in their country and not allowing them to come across the border because Trump said he's going to put these massive tariffs in Mexico if they don't do that and, and enforce it. 
and they, they secured their border from within, and that really worked. I mean, we had the lowest numbers in years of illegal crossings in, at the center of the Trump um, president term, right? And now with Joe Biden, the numbers are going up and up and up. But so the, ball, the wall didn't work, and it's still not working because it wasn't finished being built. But what Democrats are saying, and Tom Moore, who we're going to have in the program at some point, and so he said to me, look at this, we got a port of entry, right? The main entrance where these illegal immigrants are coming in through, and you have hundreds of thousands, and the majority of them are coming through that port of entry. So you can build the entire wall, you're still going to have the main port of entry, which is where all the people are going to continue to come into. So as long as we don't close that wall, and obviously he thinks we should leave it open because he's a Democrat, and he goes along with these crazy ideas of the Biden administration, at least to some extent, and so we're not going to accomplish anything with building the wall, right? Well, first of all, and most importantly, as I just mentioned, all these criminals that are coming in here, our safety, our security, the security of our children, because the wall wasn't finished being built, okay, we have many open spaces between different parts of the wall, and at these open spaces, who do you think comes across it? It's not being secured by our agents. They're overwhelmed at the port of entry. They can't cover every area. We have cameras there, but we're watching as thousands of people are running across that op those openings, coming into the country and are never seen again. Now, my understanding is that these people are criminals, not because they're illegal immigrants, which is a criminal act coming across the border illegally, right? But because, as I mentioned before, Democrats are handing out to all these illegal immigrants that are coming across, unless they're criminals, they get housing, free, money, phones, Xboxes, food, laundry service, in some cases five-star hotels and cruises and what else? A lot more, right? We don't even know. In some cases, they're getting $40,000 a person because of a retribution for whatever reason. We, we owe them that because uh, we didn't treat them well under the Trump administration. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? We gave them all this cash. They're giving MS-13 a couple of thousand dollars. They're not giving it to us. They should be giving us that money, okay? They should come to the border. And it's, I, I am actually a believer in this. We should provide transportation for these illegal immigrants if we're allowing them in here. We've got to close the border. We shouldn't allow them in here, but if we're allowing them to come here, why is MS-13 getting all that money of uh, transporting these people to our border? Let's provide the transportation, tr charge the same money that they're paying for MS-13, and it's, it's a couple of thousand dollars each person. We can then use that money to bring them here for housing, for food, for the phones, and everything. Instead of my taxpayer dollars going to pay for their benefits, and if you know something about this, a lot of homeless veterans and a lot of homeless citizens in this country aren't treating, aren't being treated with the same level of care as are these illegal immigrants. But so we we're talking about this. So why would someone run away, right? If you get a free phone, food, housing, money, and more. Why would you come in in any 
place other than the port of entry where you can immediately get be be stopped by a security border security agent and then you can tell them your name introduce yourself to them and they'll give you all the stuffs here's why because you're a criminal right you've been a rapist a thief you've been in prison and the mexican government let you out to come across the border and so what happens if you run over to the border security agents and tell them your name they'll do a check on you and they'll see that you're a criminal and they'll send you right back so I would say the majority of these gotaways are people that are criminals that don't want to introduce themselves and uh, to our security agents because they don't want to get sent back to the country that they came from and so if we we would finish building the wall and we would have only one port of entry or two port of entries or even three but port of entries not cracks in the walls we would be able to vet these people way at a way better level now some people would still get in I mean they're being overwhelmed with thousands of thousands of immigrants that are coming over every single day every single week every single month right but at least we would not have all these gotaways where the majority of them are criminals coming into our country and here's the third reason why, as much as you can feel bad for these people, we should not have an open border. We should not keep this border open. You want to find a new system? Find a new system. You want to make it easier to immigrate? Do it. But not when we're sacrificing our children's lives and ours with the amount of cocaine and fentanyl that came into this country. 97%, okay? of the cocaine and fentanyl coming to this country is coming across that southern border. Why is that the case? Because the border is open. It's easy to get it in. The amount of cocaine that came in through that border can kill every single citizen of this country and more. You know what that means? By the way, the Biden administration and Democrats aren't talking about the cocaine problem I see it as a crisis and an epidemic. It's killing thousands of people by accident or people that want to try it out, and they're, they're dying left and right. They don't want to discuss it for two reasons. The first one is because they caused this problem, and they don't want to acknowledge that they allowed this cocaine to come into this country, and it's killing our people because of them. And I'll get to number two in a second. I just want to finish this piece, which is, so as much as you feel bad for these people, at what cost do we have to allow them into our country? And if you're going to say, at the cost of our children's lives, at the cost of your safety and security, then maybe you have a point, but I disagree with you. And we're not even talking about people where their lives are in danger. Their standard of living is not the best standard of living. They have very few opportunities compared to here in the United States. But even if people were dying over there, I don't think we should kill our citizens to allow them in here. At the amount of cocaine that came in, the amount of criminals that are coming in here, seven of them that we caught afterwards were on the terrorist watch list. You know what that means? That means that so many more that got away that we never found afterwards are very possibly also on the terrorist watch list. These are the people that are coming to this country. You know, this is the only one thing that we're doing for the people that are living in Mexico that's positive. 
right, for the people that are living there, we are getting rid of their criminals because their criminals are coming over the border and into our country. And that's it. But now, the second reason why the Democrats don't want to talk about the cocaine problem, I think very possibly is, because it's the Chinese government that's getting the, the all this cocaine into our country. It's coming from the Chinese, the, the chemicals that are being used to produce it. They're sending it to the southern border and smuggling it into our country. Now, the Biden administration and so many Democrats are bought out by that Chinese government, right? The Chinese government has bought them out. And so they're not going to start up with them and with their agenda. I'm not going to say that's why they're leaving the border open. I think the main reason is because they want more Democratic votes, but they're not discussing it because it's coming from the Chinese and because they left the border open, and that's why we got all this cocaine to come in here. Now, someone told me, also Tom Moore, and I want, I want to dispute this argument. The cocaine that's coming into this country through the southern border is not a result of the open border policy by the Biden administration. It's true that 97% of it is coming through the border, uh, the southern border and not other borders of this country, is what he said, but... 90, at least 90% of the amount of cocaine that's coming across that border are coming on trucks, cars that have hidden compartments in them where the cartel members, MS-13, or other people store the cocaine in those compartments. Now, I saw footage of hundreds of thousands of gotaways, right? At least hundreds that were had bags in them, and then they followed up and they found out that it was cocaine in these bags. But he does have a point. The majority of the cocaine that's coming into this country is coming in through trucks and cars and those cars and trucks are going through security because they're coming into the main port of entry I would say some of them are probably coming over through cracks of the wall as well but the majority of them are coming through the main port of entry so it's not the illegal immigration problem that's causing it but bear with me don't just don't just run away because I got an answer for that one and it's a really important one the first one is like this well if it's not the border, open border policy that's causing all this cocaine to come in here because it's coming in through trucks that are getting checked by security, why is all this cocaine oddly, weirdly coming in through the southern border and not other borders of this country, like from Canada, for instance? Why is it the southern border, 97% of the cocaine that came into this country? Question number one. And here's number two which is not a question, which is an explanation for why it is the open border policy that's causing all this cocaine to come in, even with the trucks and cars. They have it in hidden compartments, right? Well, let me tell you something. The border security agents are overwhelmed with the amount of illegal immigrants they have to process into this country. They can't handle going through every single truck and the, and the hidden compartments. Now, they're, pro they're allowing these trucks in here. Um, I, I, I personally think we shouldn't. But they're, they're going through these trucks one by one, but they don't have the time to do a serious security check on each truck and each vehicle that's coming in because they're too overwhelmed with dealing with the illegal immigrants that are coming over and turning themselves in for the free smartphone, the free food, the free house, and the free everything. And so we have the Biden administration wants to get 80,000 new IRS agents, right? 
because it's so important to collect a couple of billion more dollars that we'll be giving out to a couple of more of our corporations. You just spent $1.7 trillion in a budget bill. I don't know how much of it is going to the American people. I know a lot of it is going to big corporations, to a lot of your donors, to other countries. And so we'll bring in a couple of billion dollars more a year with 80,000 new IRS agents, but a couple of billion dollars at least every year goes to um, non-necessary places. It doesn't help the American people that couple of billion dollars that you're going to bring in. So how about taking these 80,000 IRS agents and putting them at the border so that we can process these trucks with a serious security check and that the border security agents shouldn't be so overwhelmed as they are right now because we have a cocaine crisis. But the bottom line is it's the border policy that the Democrats put in place that's causing this problem and that's why we have all this cocaine in our country and as long as we don't shut down the border as long as we don't send these people back and they stop coming here at the level that they are the problem is not going to slow down go away and we really have to take actions action and for republicans to pass this omnia bill without making sure that there is some form of border security in that bill is despicable. Mitch McConnell says the highest priority of the American people is to pass that bill that gives aid to the Ukrainian people in Ukraine for Zelensky, $45 billion. That's what it is? That's what you ran on? I didn't hear Mitch McConnell campaigning. I didn't hear Republicans running around and saying that we're going to give $45 billion to Ukraine and that's why you should vote for us. No. No, 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 no. They ran on fighting inflation. When you spend more money, which is $1.7 trillion, which is insane, and it's not going to help the needs that the Republican voters voted on, which is solve inflation, border security, right? Then you obviously didn't deliver what you promised. And that's not the priority of the Republican Party. The voters didn't vote for that. It's the priority of the establishment rhino Republican Party, which includes Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, and others. Lindsey Graham, I heard, is on that as well. Not bad one. He's a pretty good politician, but uh, I don't trust the guy. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's insane. Now, I want to talk about this bill. $45 billion to Zelensky. Now, people are saying for Zelensky to come to our country and just ask for more money and to say that he'll come back and ask again is, is, is ungrateful of him. I disagree with that. I think that if he's in war with Russia, with Putin, and he's fighting this war, he should do everything in his power to obtain as much money as he can. And it's smart of him to come over to our country and ask in the Congress that they pass this bill, which gives him more money. It's the right thing for him to do, and he's entitled to do that, and he should do that. But for us to just give it over to him this easily is a problem. $600 million is, is going to overlook that the money is being spent well. $600 million, who's getting that $600 million of this $45 billion? It's going to someone to check on how the money is being spent. So it's $44 million, $44 billion, $400 million, $600 million of our taxpayer dollars is going for something that's so unnecessary to check up on how he's spending the money. Just to spend some more money, you get that? You get that, everybody? Now, here's the thing. 
I'm gonna get this straight. Giving money to Ukraine is not an investment, as some are saying. It's not in a national security interest. It's charity, and it's risky charity. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. I can't decide on whether we should give money or we shouldn't. But here's the thing, okay? They're saying it's in a national interest, security interest. Because if Russia wins this war, they'll come after other European countries, and then we'll be in a third world war, right? Well, I ask you this. Did you see how Putin failed in Ukraine? Do you see how embarrassed he was? Do you see how exposed he has become because his military is that weak? Do you think if he takes over Ukraine that he'll go over to another country in Europe, and especially a country that's part of NATO, and he'll start up with them? I don't think so. In fact, before he went into Ukraine, he circled the border of Ukraine for a pretty long while to check out to see what the reaction of the rest of the world would be and I believe that if we would have put sanctions on Ukraine right on Russia right then and there Putin would have said that he was just practicing on the Ukrainian border and he was practicing in case he would have to invade and he would have backed off but now we went in and we started putting sanctions no Putin was not going to withdraw and be you know after he we, we thought he was going to make it in 24 hours he wasn't going to withdraw 48 hours later and just after he's been that humiliated, he, he has to win this war. But if he wins, I believe he's not going to go after another country. Okay? But now, I'm going with my belief of the situation. I don't see a case, a scenario, where Putin leaves Ukraine if he loses this war. I could see him using nuclear. I think he'll do everything in his power and his entire life is now focused on winning this war because he's never been this ashamed in his life and he loses his country of Russia if he loses this war um, and, and, and the respect for his country and I, I think he would use nuclear his life isn't worth it if he doesn't win this war that's my belief how much evidence do I have to back that up not much but it's it's my instinct that's telling me that okay so it's a risk giving money to Ukraine and fueling the war to go on even longer and you know pushing Putin um, for possibly ending up to use nuclear against Ukraine and maybe against other countries to win this war. That, that might, giving this money might cause that, so it's a risk. But I want to flip over to the other side, okay? Um, disregard what I said till now about uh, how Putin won't go after any other countries if he wins this war, because that's my belief. I want to talk about, like, Brian Kilmeade. Um, he believes that... If Russia wins this war, they'll go after other countries as well. So giving money to Ukraine to fight this war against Russia and Ukraine winning the war is in our national security interest. But here's the thing. Okay? If that's true, that Russia is going to go after other countries, other neighboring countries of Russia, if he wins this war with Ukraine, where are these neighboring countries... In terms of giving money to Ukraine to fight the war, because they're they're desperate that Ukraine should win. They don't want Russia coming after them, right? Why aren't they giving all of their money to Ukraine to continue fighting this war to win it? Why is Zelensky coming to our country? Why are these countries in Europe promising and under-delivering what they promised to give to Ukraine? Here's why. 
Because Zelensky comes to our country, asks for $45 billion, and he gets it like it's a lollipop. That's why. Because it's so simple for him to get it from our country. And so these countries in Europe are like, yeah, we're not going to fund the war in Ukraine if the United States is willing to do it that easily. Let the United States pay for it. Let their taxpayers pay for it. And we'll just stay out of it. Ukraine's going to win because the American people are going to fund this war. And we'll just stay out of it. And so, people, listen up. If the United States wouldn't give a dime to Ukraine at this point, we gave them before, we would stay out of it now and say we're not giving any more money. Now, these countries that are neighbors with Russia know more than I do, more than Brian Kimmler or anybody else knows, whether Putin would go after that their country after Ukraine, because their country is at stake if, if Putin would go after Ukraine. And if they believe that Putin goes after um, goes after their country after Ukraine, if they believe that that's the case, that they'll, they'll be next after Ukraine if Putin wins, then they'll start shelling out cash immediately. And so much... Oh, you'd never believe it. So let's stay out of it. Okay? According to me, let's stay out of it because Putin's not going to withdraw. It's just going to cause this war to go on for longer. I'm going to end up using nuclear. Let Ukraine hand, let Zelensky hand over the country. And then, because I don't want a nuclear war. And according to those who say, well, we'll go after other countries after Ukraine if he wins this war well let these other countries pay way more than we are at least or pay all the money to fund the war in Ukraine we shouldn't be doing their job it's their country that Putin would be coming for next so let them defend themselves with their money hey so thank you everybody it was so good to have you here with us for the last half hour where we had a jam-packed half-hour program talking about so many things we didn't get to so much more. Next program, we'll talk about FTX, TikTok, and how it has to get banned all across the board in this country, and so much more coming up on other programs, debates, and other stuff. But for now, if you want to send me your feedback on this show, or if you want to be a sponsor of this program, you can send me an email at thesetproduce at gmail.com, P-R-O- D-U-C-E, the set, produce at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody, and have a good one, a great one. Thanks for listening.